Hey everyone, welcome back to another Rocket Trade podcast. So today is Tuesday, we're talking about stock stories, and today we're talking about Evergrande. Yes, sir. Evergrande, where is it? At? Uh, what's going on? And uh, why it's going? Yeah, I guess what's going on. <laughs> uh, Logan, why don't you throw us? Yeah, I can't speak today. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. So Evergrande is basically a company in China, and they. As of right now, according to some estimates, they make up about 2% of the GDP for China, which is crazy. That's a very large percentage given their current GP, GDP, which is one second. Let's see. It's 14.34 trillion US dollars. Jeez, yeah. So 2% of that. That's That's crazy. Right. So what's going on? Well... Essentially, they're mainly a real estate uh, holdings firm, so they they invest in a lot of real estate. They have um, their hands in a lot more than real estate. So things like uh, EVs, they have they're they're invested in some EV companies. Um, they also have approximately one thousand three hundred projects in more than two hundred eighty different cities, and that's just for the real estate alone. Um, yeah, they do media production, mineral water. They actually have some segments in soccer as well. So they're pretty well diversified into all their operating uh, fields. But the biggest issue comes from their debt. So they do a lot of debt financing. And they're, they're, uh, they're getting up there in how much debt they actually have. So as you can imagine, with that many projects on the go... They definitely have a lot of different um, different loans. And what they're doing basically is using these new projects as collateral and hoping to offset those debt expenses with the future cash flows. But they're running behind in production on some of their uh, real estate investments and um, some of their other operating segments. They're not quite meeting their expected deadlines, which means that the, the revenue that they were going to be paying their debt off with is not coming in. So there's expected that they will have in a default, like Evergrande will default on its debt. And that will, well, as we know from the example of the Lehman Brothers before in the US, that can cause a massive disruption in the bond market, which will eventually tear down the financial markets as well. Right, right. So I guess to put it into context, the company owes currently $305 billion worth of debt. Uh, eighty-three point five million. Uh, that are, should have been paid last week. That have not been. So, it, the company currently is in a thirty-day grace period, which means that they're gonna need to pay that up in the next thirty days, or they will technically default. Um, and um just, can you explain what defaulting is? Yeah. So defaulting is basically when you miss a payment. So if if you were to default on like let's say I were to borrow um I don't know a thousand dollars and I had a thousand two hundred dollars and I had to pay a hundred dollars back every month um then for one year then if I were unable to pay that back it would be uh, I would default which is basically I didn't meet the legal obligation of the loan um this this can happen though, like if you if you don't if you miss a mortgage payment you you could default or if um there's a corporate bond that fails to pay you when it reaches maturity that would be a default as well so um basically there's risk rating agencies for bonds mm-hmm. in particular that will tell you how 
secure it is and how better like what's your chance of getting uh paid back so like a triple a corporate bond would be the top rated corporate bond you're almost it's almost risk-free right right and by defaulting your chances to get loans like in the future become worse and worse yeah because so. you have default history right um so their so evergrant's current total like their total current debt long-term debt is 383 billion okay that's, way more than that that's that's their long-term debt and mind you this is not a like again like this is not a small company this is she, evergrande's number 122 on the fortune 500 list they're yeah. not small at all they have the assets it's just I don't even I can't even tell you like the reason is it is it bad management or I think it's just their their um financing structure like they're definitely going to have to restructure and have some more equity financing and they're mm-hmm. going to have to cut back on the debt that they're uh, actually employing like I mean it's not a bad thing to be a leveraged firm with that with a lot of debt financing but when you're mm-hmm. leveraging to this extent then it becomes very problematic if you aren't hitting those those uh, right. de- deadlines because you have more of a risk to default especially if you're not setting up any safeguards yeah, especially if like with a, if you're based in a country that is, I want to say unsecure as China, because we hear of these new regulations every day, and so you don't know when, uh, the new regulations will screw you. Well, it's actually the fact that they're headquartered in China is actually, um, well, I guess I think, I, I don't know if it's China or Hong Kong. No, it's China. Sorry. Um. So essentially, this is actually a really good thing. <laughs> okay. And that's because uh, China actually controls the banking systems. Mm-hmm. So before, like, if this were to happen and they were to default on all these uh, borrowings, then that would technically tell banks, like in the U.S., for example, to um, stop lending, like increase their rates. They need to recover all this debt somehow. So the rates mm-hmm. would go up. People would be pulling out of the financial markets because they're worried about all these other firms who are going through issues with debt financing as well. But in China... Since the bank controls the bank system, they're able to tell the banks, okay, we know that this is happening, but keep lending. Don't don't okay. be worried. We need so to we need to keep lending. They're gonna happen Okay. And if uh, if the banks keep lending, then people don't pull out of the market. If the banks are continuously lending, then the economy continuously grows. And the I guess the theory behind it is if we're gonna still lend even at increased rates, then we should be able to recuperate the charges like the the default a lot sooner than if we were to just be more risk adverse and stop lending. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Chinese authorities are asking the local governments to prepare for the potential downfall of China Evergrande Group. According to its familiar to officials familiar with the discussion signals signaling a reluctance to bail out the debt saddled property developer. So it looks like they're kind of ch- changing their minds at, at the moment. Yeah, like, there's a lot going own, on. <laughs> like for a government to have a company that makes up two percent of their GDP, it must be, have be like a kind of a red flag there. Like I wouldn't want some a company to control so much of my uh, uh, yeah your economy. So yeah. Yeah. Now it's definitely concerning, especially because of the their their financing structure but what's even more concerning is 
yeah, we were worried about the housing market, kind of. Well, not really housing market, but like there, we were worried because of the loans they were taking out for their real estate investing. Mm-hmm. But more recently, um, they've actually said themselves that they're admitting that there's no certainty they can pay debt for their EV unit as well. Oh, that's going to be even worse. Yeah, so that's called New Energy Vehicle Group, Evergrande New Energy Vehicle Group, NEV. Mm-hmm. And they actually missed payments to uh, their their uh, workers, missed salary payments. And they've also fallen behind on um, factory, like the suppliers for their equipment, on the payments right. for them. So they're starting to get into that 30-day grace period with their NEV uh, sec- um, subsidiary as well. So if they default both in their EV unit, their real estate unit, they just keep it's it's you know it's a snowball effect their whole company is going to go under very quickly right yeah they need to figure some shit out i don't know this is like uh and i do believe that if they do come up with a plan in china that the government will probably help them out because they have been in the past so they're gonna look into some sort of downsizing of property in order to kind of leverage some cash i think their ev unit is going to like be stained just because like that's very high growth uh, department. Um, but at the same time, they probably wouldn't get rid of the uh, property because I mm-hmm. think property in China is just crazy expensive. And, like, yeah. Essentially, the only thing that speculate like uh, this is not my own speculation, but um, I mean partially partially is, but some of the things that um, have been said that could save them would be obviously if the government bails them out. Um, because they're such a large part of the GDP, that might be an option. Um, but ultimately, the government will have to decide if they're going to bail them out um, and and or demand the restructure of the company. Basically, they could also let the stock, you know, the whole company fall under um, and just deal with the risk and the repercussions afterwards. But um, yeah, they have Evergrande committed to 1.4 million individual properties to build at the end of June. Jeez. So when you think about that numerically, that's a very large number of uh, different properties. Right. So I don't know how you com- can even do that. I mean, you gotta keep going. <laughs> yeah. So this company is listed on the Stock Exchange of Hong Kong Limited uh, under the symbol 3333, so 33s. Uh, on, just gonna give a little rundown. Uh, on November 2017, they had their highest point at, uh, yeah, between the third and November, third and November 2017 at 32.51. Recently, the highest point was around July 2020. Uh, after that, it's been a downfall. And just to put into context, this year alone, between uh, February and right now, so February and September, our company went from seventeen dollars out down to two thirty six. It's uh, uh, the same levels that it has been since in twenty fourteen. So talk about a downfall. Yeah, I would definitely be concerned if you have some alternate investment in this company, like some foreign investment. Be careful. Keep an eye on Evergrande. Keep an eye on how the government's reacting, especially in U.S. and Canada. And from there, we'll uh, be providing you with updates in the market updates. 
podcast. Probably you'll hear some more about Evergrande next Monday. But aside from that, thanks for tuning in. Come back tomorrow for Crypto Craze. Have a good one.